To place your audio ad here, contact us at citizen at HenricoCitizen.com. Henrico Schools Won't Offer In-School COVID-19 Vaccinations Those school systems statewide are being encouraged to offer COVID-19 vaccinations for students 12 and older in their buildings between now and the end of the school year. Henrico Schools officials are not planning to do so. Instead, school system and Richmond and Henrico Health Districts officials are encouraging families to take their eligible children to community vaccination events or other vaccination sites to have them vaccinated as soon as possible. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control Wednesday approved the emergency use of the Pfizer vaccine for children and teens 12 to 15 days after the Food and Drug Administration gave its approval. That immediately made about 26,000 children and teens in Henrico and Richmond and a total of about 420,000 overall in Virginia, eligible to be vaccinated. Sites throughout Virginia began vaccinating children in that age range Thursday, and State Superintendent of Instruction James Lane told state media members Thursday morning that he had encouraged all local school division superintendents in a call Tuesday to host vaccination clinics in their schools. Obviously, this is another strategy that we need to put in place to build that confidence for a full in-person return in the fall, Lane said. He suggested that most local school divisions would partner with their local health districts to conduct vaccinations, but didn't indicate whether the state had given specific guidance to local officials about how and when to conduct those events. Asked to estimate how many of Virginia's 133 school divisions would be offering vaccinations in their buildings, Lane said, I have a feeling it's going to be a pretty large number. There was no pushback to the idea of conducting in-school vaccinations from school districts, Lane said. I've not heard from anyone who said they just don't want to do it, he said. But later Thursday on a separate press briefing, Richmond and Hanrico Health District's nurse manager Amy Popovich told reporters that the two localities had opted not to conduct in-school vaccinations because most students are not attending school in person. In Henrico, only about about 40% are, while in Richmond the total is fewer than 1,000 students. Hanover County Public Schools officials announced Thursday that that system would begin vaccinating students in schools next week, with their parents' permission. Rather than vaccinating in school, we're focused on vaccinating where kids live, Popovich said, pointing to ongoing vaccination events at Richmond Raceway, May 19th, 20th, 26th, and 27th, with extended hours from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day, George Wythe High School, Virginia Union University, and other sites throughout the two localities. A full list is available at http colon slash slash vax.rchd.com. By now, most everyone who wanted to be vaccinated as soon as possible has been, and vaccine doses are widely available both at health district events and also at the offices of pediatricians, primary care physicians, pharmacies and grocery stores, including many spots that offer walk-in options. The importance of vaccinating children and teens as quickly as possible, state vaccination coordinator Danny Avila said Thursday, is that although young people typically don't experience health issues from the virus, they do serve as frequent transmitters to others. Avila said he was hopeful that teens who want the vaccine will help convince their parents, who haven't been vaccinated, to get the shot, too. I absolutely think adolescents who have lived through this, who want get back to school, that that motivation will open the door for some parents to get vaccinated, he said. We've seen other examples where teenagers have led the charge. They're really powerful movers. 
Avila cited a survey of state residents conducted for the Virginia Department of Health by BCE researchers that found about 60% of parents did plan to get their eligible children vaccinated. In a trial of the Pfizer vaccine in about 2,000 children and teens in the 12 to 15 age group, about 1,100 got the vaccine, while 900 or so got a placebo. During a two-month period afterwards, none of those who were vaccinated got COVID, while about 16 from the placebo group did. The studies that were done were very, very thorough, said Naran Romeshvi Jasuria, the chief of general pediatrics at the Children's Hospital of Richmond, the VCU. I think as parents, we always want to be very careful, so the hesitancy around this makes a ton of sense to me, that people are like, hey, this is a relatively new vaccine, we just want to make sure that our kids are safe. But Vijasuria said he was very reassured about the safety of vaccinating children older than 12, in part because of the study data and in part because of historical evidence about vaccines and the requirements that they must go through before being made available publicly. Vaccines in general, even before COVID, and vaccine studies and the vaccine process is probably one of the most well-established and thorough processes that we have in all of medicine, Vijasuria said. I am very, very confident in the process that all vaccines have to go through before they are approved. He said parents who fear that their children could have a negative effect from the vaccine years later shouldn't worry. There is no reason to believe there will be, based not on COVID but based on the process that we've done with other vaccines for a long time, he said, adding that his own 13-year-old would be getting vaccinated soon. We have no reason to believe that the long-term data will be concerning. Some children in the trial group who were vaccinated had similar side effects to the shot and to do adults, Bijasuria said, including soreness at the site of the shot, lethargy, and some other cold or flu-like symptoms during a period of one to three days afterwards. Children who do get COVID generally don't get very sick from it, and those who do recovery fairly well, he said. But some children and teens have had long-haul symptoms akin to those that some adults suffer, even though the children typically recover better. Vijasuria said it was too early to know what possible long-term effects might show themselves in children who have had COVID.